Hey guys, welcome to the Save Continue podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game stuff. As always, I'm Shanae Howard, and with me is Ryan Robinson. You know, we've been using that opening line for uh, five years now, and it never five years. It never gets old. It never gets old. You just we we just keep saying. And I mean, it's 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 always correct. You know, it is. Well, actually, that's not true. Because sometimes, oh, so sometimes we don't talk about video game stuff. Like, for example, yeah. look at the disarray that my blinds are in at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we, but in the podcast as a whole, mm-hmm. we do talk about video games or video game stuff in it every single episode. Sure. Uh, that is true. This is where we talk about that stuff. But I'm saying mm-hmm. that there are times when we, uh, we veer off course. Oh, yeah, and we talk about your blinds or yeah, movies or, mo- or oh. other hobbies. So, watching the show called Kim's Convenience lately. Have you heard of the show? I love that. I think I told y'all to watch it at that one point. Show is a, that show is a feel-good sitcom for the ages. I love Appa. He is, Appa's so good. He's the best TV dad of all time. Uh, Oma is also a really good TV mom. And I just, yes. I love the show. I, I like to watch it. While I eat a, a TV dinner this evening, I, I watched it while I ate a far too greasy microwave enchilada, which... Um, what's, what's Opa's best friend, Mr... Uh, Mr. Chin? No, not Mr. Chin, but the, the other one. The, the Indian feller? Yeah, the Mist, one... Mr. Mitta? Uh, Mr. Meta, I love him too. He that, guy, that, guy, that guy's a scumbag, though. <laughs> like, I know, but he's so funny. It's funny though. Uh, yeah, his I, wife is badass. Yeah, I, uh, I am, I am enjoying that show. I'm on season two right now, and I have been enjoying the fuck out of that show. I, I went into it uh, not Shannon knowing what to, what to expect, but I love it. What's the son, Shannon, and uh... so, so the son's name is Jung. And... Yeah, so Shannon and Jung, um, oh gosh, I have to leave the room sometimes. Oh, it's man. so incredibly awkward. I cannot. Shannon's hilarious. Uh, I just, I, we just watched an episode where they were trying to buy some sneakers from a racist. And that was a, <laughs> that was a very hilarious exchange. Um, that show, that show is really good. I like it a lot. Um, I, I honestly went into it thinking that I would hate it. Well, not hate it. But I went into it thinking that I was probably not gonna laugh because most, a lot of the time, modern sitcoms they just don't they don't strike a chord yeah. with me. But this one is it's really funny. I like it a lot. See, it's it's Canadian as well. Canadian TV is doing it right. That Letterkenny is super good too. Uh, Letterkenny is. I found out about Letterkenny because of the internet, and I don't even remember how that happened. I remember where allegedly. I wa- <laughs> I, I don't even remember like what I was looking at that led me to Letter Letterkenny, but like I oh, I, hard choice, Bonnie McMurray or Katie. Uh, Bonnie. Bonnie McMurray. Yeah, you know who's great on Letterkenny though, Gail, because she's just I love Gail because she's the so... way she like is always moving because <laughs> she just <laughs> she's just creepy and horny all the time. It's so funny. 
Uh, that one episode when they're like pitching TV, like basically TV show po- plot lines to use the money for, and Gail just like storms and runs off to her bike. That run, <laughs> I like made a gif of. I fucking love that run. I know there was a. I think the last episode I watched, which was like a year or so ago, was they were trying. They had tried to create their own social network. Uh, oh, social that's, media a, site. that's like episode two, like fart book. Yeah, fart book. Yeah. That's, that's season one, episode two. Like, you most have of, to get past that. Most of the Letterkenny I've seen has been... Well, see, like I said, so I found out about Letterkenny, like, by being on the internet. And, like, a lot of it was from just watching, like, random clips that they had uploaded, which were, like, just, like, oh. little bits of, like, episodes and stuff, so... Well, it's on Hulu. Yeah. You can use my stuff to watch it. Or also, if you're in <laughs> Canada, it's on the Crave Network, because that's, you know... But, yeah. I always call it Crave, but... Verve, I recently downloaded and did a free trial for. I'm pretty down for it. What is if you Verve? don't know, like they, uh, so they take a lot of like podcast or like indie kind of like show developers, and they'll like make shows out of them. Like uh, the McElroy brothers have got one with like my brother, my brother, and me. Yeah. Um, Dan Harmon's Harmon Town got one that I saw, and I saw a couple other podcasts I can't think of right now. Yeah. But um, Verve is also good. Yeah. Uh, also. Uh, I finally got Kaylee to watch Big Mouth on Netflix. It's so good. It's that so good. So this fucking new season, funny. Oh my gosh, this new season is... I'll give it one chef's kiss. Not two, <laughs> but one. Yeah. It's just like... There's so many parts that are really relatable. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Uh, it just shows goes to show... Well, I, I wanted to say that... I was going to say that like it just goes to show that puberty is universal but uh this this show about being going through puberty in in the new millennium was written by people who were going through puberty at the same time we were going through it so it's like maybe not but it's still a very yeah. funny show uh the new season has an episode with the girls from uh pen 15 nice i love those i, uh, love, I, I do like that show i never got to I didn't watch a lot of it, but I didn't finish good, it, but good, I also liked it. But show. yeah, no, but it works out really well because they're both basically the same thing. Sure. Just done differently. Also <laughs> need more hormone monstrous. Oh, Maya Rudolph is a fucking treasure. Yeah. That show is really funny. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, what have you been playing lately? though? <laughs> uh, so check this out, Shanae. Right. I, uh, I've been playing, so I've been playing, you know, the Assassin's, the Assassin's Creed, going through that, still working on it. That game is very long. Uh, I, I, mean, I don't, I uh, don't... What, what trophy percentage are you at? Uh, shit, I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, I am at 27%. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, that is that more, game is massive. That is, more than, <laughs> that is more than 50 hours in at this point. Uh, oh, but to be fair, I think to be fair, to be fair uh, I have been I've been playing uh, I've been also playing some other games too. Uh, so I've been playing a little bit of Genshin, not as much as I ha- I was playing like in weeks past. Um, but I'm still logging in to get my to get my allotment of things. Um, mm-hmm. But I've been putting a lot of time into Dauntless. You heard of this? Heard of this Dauntless? What game? Dauntless. Dauntless. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh- so I I put it I 
I played it a little bit when it first came out, and I was also still actively playing Monster Hunter at the time. And so naturally, naturally, you know, I compared it to Monster Hunter. Um, and, um, you know, I bounced off it pretty quickly uh, just because, like, I was like, well, you know, Monster Hunter does this that Dauntless doesn't do. Monster Hunter does that. Monster Hunter feels this way. And, um, but I feel yeah, like... Yeah, you're all about that Monster Hunter. But I also feel like at this point, I am, I haven't played Monster Hunter in a while. Um, so... A friend of mine messaged me, like, I'd say a few weeks ago, asking me to play Dauntless with him. I didn't do that, but I did end up downloading Dauntless and playing it by myself. And, um, so... friends, I guess. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know, Dauntless is basically, it's a free-to-play, um, Monster Hunter-type game where... You go into instanced areas and fight various monsters and, you know, get loot to make better equipment. Um, you know, honestly, I've been playing a whole lot of it and having a really good time with it. Um, they recently just came out with a with an expansion for the game, which kind of changed a, a lot about how progression works and how even how going out to do hunts works. Because before, the way that they had it was... You'd go into a hunt to hunt a specific monster, and then you'd kill that monster, and then the game would the game would be like, okay, we're gonna take you back to town now. Uh, and so now what they have it set up as like there's different areas where different monsters live, and so you just go there and you can kill monsters for as long as you want, uh, and then you decide when you're done, and then you go back to town and then you know make stuff with uh, with the loot that you have. Um, but, uh, yeah, I find that that is, that's easier for me because it, I think that I had a hard time with like, um, with the, with how quickly the monsters go down as opposed to monster hunter. Um, I was having a hard time with like going into an area, killing the monster in a few minutes and then having to go back to town. Um, and so now having it to where I could hunt as many monsters as I want. And there are now, like, it's now instanced in a way that other people can be there, too. So just random people can run up and help you with the monster and uh, and makes it a lot easier. It scales a bit, but uh, it's still more manageable that way. Um, it's funny, though, because you can even get the rewards for killing a monster, even if you show up at the very end and smack it once. Then you still get all the loot that everybody else got. As long as you smack it once. Yeah. Like, I've done that, like, a few times. Like, I see people fighting a monster... And then I'll run up to it, and then I'll give it a, I'll give it a good smack, and then I get all the loot that they got, and uh, I feel really good about that. I feel like at least it's like not like a thing where like if you get it, they don't get it. Yeah, so it's not like anything big. So as far as I know, there's not any like loot that um, that you can take from other people, um, and I don't know if this is a new thing or not, but they've added this kind of um, mechanic where different areas will have an event that pops off and then usually it'll be like you're t you're fighting two monsters at the same time they're usually they usually have a buff to their damage um and uh and health and you kill both of those monsters and then you get at the end of it the game will be like great job here's your reward now and then there's a bunch of there's a box that that shows up and it's got a bunch of stuff in it for you um 
And so I find I find doing that has been really rewarding. But uh, I didn't think that I was going to give this game any money, but I've ended up getting the um, the uh, I guess the battle pass. I guess it is. It's five dollars, and it's for sixty days. And they seem to with that they seem to be pretty generous about giving you stuff like every ten minutes uh, that you're playing the game. So I feel like I'm getting a lot of uh, getting a lot out of it. But uh, yeah, as long as that number doesn't start rising <laughs> next week, I talk to you. I've spent a hundred and five dollars on this game. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's that's funny because like I like I haven't spent uh, I haven't spent any money since then. Uh, and I feel like I'm getting a lot out of it, but it also very much seems like you can do everything in the game. You can craft all the all the items and fight all the monsters and go to all the areas without paying anything. Uh, it seems very much like that stuff is mostly cosmetic, and um, there are some like there's some stuff with like a bonus to like premium currency or in-game currency, but uh, for the most part, it seems like there's a lot of cosmetic shit in there. Um, but overall, Dauntless is turning out to be pretty good, except for the fact that my original character that I had in the game, like, it was, they were in the middle of a quest when the expansion rolled out, and so they changed the way, they changed that quest, and then they changed all the progression around uh, your character. So, like, because, because I was in the middle of that quest, like, my character was just stuck in this weird purgatory where they couldn't access any of the progression stuff or any quest they couldn't do anything so you had to start over i had to start over uh which wasn't a big deal because i don't believe i was that far into the game but it was very annoying because um i had to figure that out myself uh well those bastards uh actually when i say figured out myself i mean kaylee figured it out and um but it worked out so uh, but so far it's a it's a pretty good game um you know, I think, I think that I have played a little bit of Hades, which also great game. I'm uh, not not familiar with it. So Hades is basically a um, it's it feels weird to call it a roguelike, but I guess that's kind of what it is. Uh, so the the setup is you are Zagreus, uh, prince of the underworld. And you have decided that you are done living in the underworld, and you want to you want to go live on Mount Olympus with uh, with your extended family. And so I want to go where the gods are. <laughs> uh, and so your your dad Hades, the titular dad, uh, he is very disapproving, and he's like he basically tell he's like he's always basically telling you that you're always gonna fail. Like, get it through your head. You're not getting out of here. Um, and it's, ah. I think what's cool about the game is that there's a few things. Like, I love the way that, like, the art style is great. The music is great. And, like, the way that the gods are represented, like, visually is really cool. Like, they all have, like, a really cool style to them. Uh, but I think that probably the most, um, the most novel concept in the game is that the the you know how like you play a roguelike and you die and you start to run over uh and try and try to get further on the next run and that that whole mechanic is written into the narrative and so people will like so every time you die you go back to you know you go back to your dad's house and he's like and there's uh 
And then Pop Pop's like, you're never going to do better than this. <laughs> and like, the, and, but he like, he comments on it. He was like, he, he'll comment on like how many times you've tried or how far you got. Uh, there's, um, there's the, the Greek God. So he's just a real supportive. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's the Greek God Hypnos who is there to greet you, uh, every time. And he's like, he comments on like the thing that killed you. Uh, and he's like, and he'll like, for like, for example, like I, I died by some skeleton monster throwing some firebomb at me. And he was just basically like, he's like, so you want to move out of the way when they throw those at you. And then Zagreus will be like, okay, thanks. Um, and so every time you, but every time you go back to, every time you go back to that, what is essentially a hub, you know, there are people to talk to and the conversations are different every time. Um, and, and you build, like you, like you can, you can give them gifts and they can, those gifts can give you uh, bonus items that can help you on the run. Uh, but it's a very, it's a so very... If like, so, if, so if you're, like, failing at a certain part and, like, keep going back and back, you might be able to, like, get something to get, help you get past it? So there, in a way, yeah, because, so, like, you might talk to one character and they'll give you a gift that gives you a bonus to this thing, or another character will give you a bonus that, give, that gives gives you an item that gives you a bonus to this other thing, or makes, makes health items spawn more often, or something like that. Um, and... It's really cool to listen to these conversations as they unfold and and listen and like listen to, you know, all these conversations that he has with with all these gods that he knows and people who are actually like rooting for him. Because like every time you you go out into the uh, out into the um, every time you start a new run, uh, you'll find things called boons, which are get which are like gifts from literally gifts from the gods. They'll. And yeah. Like, so like. So every god has a different kind of boon, and so um, and each time the gods will like they'll talk to you when you pick up a boon. They're like, "Hey, uh, I want to give you this thing. You know, we're all waiting for you up here. Hurry up and get up here so we can hang out." And um, and so like it's so just, much nicer than his dad. <laughs> yeah, like every, like everybody's <laughs> like it's it's crazy because like everybody is like really excited for him to get there, and he's and like so f I I feel pretty sure that. At some point, I'll learn why he wants to leave the underworld so badly. Like, what happened that made him... Because his dad's a dick. His dad <laughs> is really shitty. Um, and, like, you could even give gifts... Do they show Persephone in this game? Uh, I don't remember which goddess that is. But... The one that marries Hades. Oh, so they do talk They do talk about her, but... Yeah, because she's, she's Demeter's daughter, so she, like, yeah. goes to the underworld for six months of the year and then it's on the earth so that explains like winter or whatever yeah so basically zagreus like grew up not knowing that his that was his mom and so at some point like early in the game he finds out like that's his mom and then so he's like he like was some kind of resentment but towards... who think she was <laughs> well he didn't even know she existed uh because she like she like disappeared like at like shortly after he was born so he grew up thinking that that Nyx, the goddess of night, was his mom, and then so he, like did he grow up in six months or something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how that shit works. But uh, yeah, it's I don't a, either. It's a really cool game. Uh, it's made by Supergiant, who you may know from Bastion and Transistor. Um, okay. They. Um, I don't, I never played those games, but I know them. Yeah. So, I would have to say that Supergiant is probably the most consistent developer that. Uh, that I've, uh, you know, that I've 
that I've seen because like played in a while. Every game that they make is just I every game that every game of theirs that I've played, I I love. You know, they just make consistently great games. And the cool thing about it is like all of their games are different from one another. Um I would I could I could see that it could be argued that Bastion and and uh and Hades have some similarities, but they're very surface level similarities. Um but yeah. Uh and that's basically that's basically it. That's basically what I've been playing. What about what about you? So it's really short. Uh due to uh personal emergencies and things going on, I've played very little games. Uh, besides one we'll talk about later. Okay. And then uh, I didn't even play Divinity this week. And then what? uh I've only played a little bit of Super Smash Brothers this week. Yikes. So um, did you play with did you play with other people? Yeah, I played with Birdo. Okay. Who were you playing as? With... Kirby? Probably. No, I play as uh Byleth or Corin. Are those both Fire Emblem people? Yeah. Sometimes I'll play as like Bayonetta, but um yeah. Mm. Next time then, play as Sonic uh, the Hedgehog. But I'm really excited because this next week Birdo's gonna give me like a break and where like all I'm gonna do basically this next upcoming weekend is play video games and hang out in my living room and try to move from my couch the least amount of times possible. That sounds awesome. That sounds really cool. Uh yeah. You know I've it, had like a busy two weeks and I'm just like I'm tired. Like I just want a break. You know, All I want to do is play video games. It's and funny eat pizza. because that's that's <laughs> that's me. Even when there isn't a pandemic, like uh, like we were uh, we were talking uh, last night about how like because I was I was saying that I was like I don't really understand I understand like I'm I'm not the kind of person who wants to go out to bars and clubs and shit like that. Like I generally just want to hang out and play video games at my house, and that's pretty much it. Uh, um, yeah, I normally, I mean, I normally stay home too, but like, I do like to go every now and then go out to bars and stuff yeah. or like, even if it's like to go to a bar for a little bit and then go to like have a drink or two and then go to someone's house and play video games. Like, I don't want to like go to clubs for sure, but like, I do miss the social aspect of like going out to dinner. <laughs> Like maybe don't 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 want to go to a bar, but I do love going to dinner. Yeah, I love go- I love re- going to restaurants. I like trying new food. I like eating good food with people I care about, where I don't have to clean or cook. Yeah, I want those things. Yeah, I, and... I I actually haven't been to like man, haven't been to a restaurant. Well, I guess I can't. That's not really a good barometer. I was about to say I haven't been to a restaurant in like a year, but I mean, most of us <laughs> haven't. So, uh, yeah, I feel you. I feel that, but like I mean, that's why I spent most of my honeymoon doing is just going to random restaurants in, in San Francisco. Yeah, and um, but yeah, I know. But I, like I said, I've just like been busy with work and family and like other things going on and leaks in my apartment and having to get the roof fixed. Oh yeah, and, that's the fucking. Well, you know what? At least you. At least and, that's like, not coming out of your issues. pocket. Yeah, and like router issues. Yeah, and. Just all these fun things, and yeah. Um, but on the good note, it was also Birdo's birthday this week. Oh yeah, happy so. birthday, Birdo! Uh, how old is he? Fifty? Um, uh, like I don't know, like seventy-two or something. Sure. Old, older than me. I'm still in my twenties. Yeah, that's really mm-hmm. cool. It's really cool that you can still say mm-hmm. 
for another like two months. <laughs> uh, so this week, though, I wanted to talk to you. Uh-huh. We haven't addressed it yet. Yeah. About the uh, PS5 and Xbox Series X launch. Yeah. So, listen. I feel like every launch. I, can, I don't know if I. I feel like every launch is mostly the same. Uh, I was thinking about. I was think. I was honestly. I think about the launch of the. Xbox 360 and PS3 a lot, um, and I think about the PS4 and Xbox One after that, and the way that they're similar in that there are never like people go crazy over these consoles, right? They go crazy. They they they're going out of their minds with their FOMO, and and they're and there's like. Websites upon websites of how to track each store stock yeah. to know when they're going to get some in of either one. There, like, there's like groups, like Facebook groups and stuff for mm-hmm. like this area to be like, hey, I saw like some PS5s at this Walmart or this Target. Like, yeah. All this stuff, but I mean, and it's and I see the same articles that I saw when the PS4 uh, and the Xbox One launched talking about the shortages and like and i saw like a really big one the big one that i saw over and over again like on twitter and reddit and like even just like searching in google like uh ps5 and xbox one launch is like this tom's guide article talking about this like the stock shortage is killing the uh console war because like everything's sold out like both of them are and I'm just like, no, that happens every fucking launch. Yeah, and like, also, like, you know, do you know how long it took to get a Wii? Like, that's a pretty common thing for at launch it to sell out. Like, talk to me in six months about how hard it is to get get one of these things. Then I will think that the stock shortage has like something to indicate which one's more popular. Like, I don't know. Like, it's it's dumb that that's still like a big headline. Yeah, and I don't know if it makes it. I don't know if it makes me a dick to say this, but I just feel like. Any adult who is worried about the quote unquote console war, uh, they just—I feel like—I feel like they need to get a grip. Uh, like I—I I think that the whole—I read—I read a quote by. I am usually loath to quote uh, corporate figureheads, but I read a quote by Phil Spencer that I agreed with that said. Like, the kind of tribalism around, like, console loyalism is, like, it's, that is what is detrimental to, you know, the community and to the industry. Because, like, I'm, like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, that kind of loyalty doesn't make any sense. Um, And I don't, I'm not saying that that's the point that he was making, but that's why I agree with it, because that's what I think. Um, Yes. You know, and I, but I think I look at, you know, I look at these launches and, you know, I think the the biggest thing is I, and I should like full disclosure, I have neither of the current gen consoles. Uh, I mean, neither do I. This is, uh, this is not sour grapes. It's just my observations. It's just that like people get crazy with their FOMO, right? And then, uh, despite the fact that neither of these consoles has very many has very many games at all to play on them. 
uh, not a whole lot of justification for being an early adopter of these things, uh, mixed in with the, uh, you know, with the the kind of technical issues you are you are want to see uh, with the launch of a console, and it's just like I don't understand the the frenzy around it. Like, uh, let me backpedal that a little bit. I do understand the excitement around a new hardware because I think new hardware is always exciting. Um, yeah. Because there's, I think that the excitement around that stuff mm-hmm. has a lot to do with the the promise of what it can do, given a requisite amount of time. Um, but that's not right now, right? And I and I, but you see, like people who are, and this is and this is true for every launch. Like you're seeing, the, you know, resellers out there selling. Oh, uh, somebody was a re- doing a resale at work, and how much were they selling it for? Like six fifty. That's not uh, as bad as I've seen. <laughs> yeah, but somebody on the team found his like listing for it, and it had his name in it. Yeah. So they put. So they told everybody at work. So he's been getting dogged on real hard, <laughs> and it makes me laugh real hard. I love it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like hey. <laughs> you know, like look. I think that. I think the conversation around resellers is a very nuanced one. Um, I think that a lot of times when people talk about it, it's it's a very there's a lot of binary logic being applied, where as like I want this thing, but you bought up all of that thing to sell it, so that I can't, so now I don't, I can't have that thing. That's usually the sentiment behind it. And honestly, I mean, I just think it's just it's a capital. Oh, he's just a, he's just a bit a bit scummy. <laughs> like that's a, that's the kind of thing he'd do. And like I get. Like maybe some for some reason you got a PS5 and like your parents went and got in line and like got you one too, but you didn't know. So now you got two of them. So like sell it, fuck it, yeah, do your thing. Yeah. But or like for some other reason like that where you plan on doing it and you're like, oh shit, this came out. I can't afford it. Let me just sell this off real quick. I haven't even opened it. Like things like that. I totally understand. But I think that reselling is just very scummy it's not an actual it shouldn't be an actual like business model because the purpose of like you doing that is is just driving up the price and make a quick buck like and it's and there's other things you could do that are less like infuriating and just rude yeah uh well i mean and like i said i think that there are like i would never resell anything because for a couple of reasons, and I honestly think that first of which is it seems to require more effort than I'm willing to expend. But also, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think that cap, uh, I think that reselling is uh, just a product of you know being raised in a capitalist society and making a capitalist move. And it's, it's a sign of that your parents didn't hug you enough. Uh, and I think that like, you know, there there's always like. Well, if you didn't pay the resellers, then they wouldn't have money. That were they, if you didn't pay the resellers, then they wouldn't be out doing their thing. But it's just like, I think it's a little bit more complex than that. But what but I but w- also like, people have been doing it for years. So yeah. why wouldn't they think it worked now? Even if no one bought it, like why would they think it worked now? Like, well, it's like it's you're, it, you're it, not it, really solving a current problem with doing saying a hindsight answer. Well, and <laughs> honestly, it's not like it's something that is isolated to just video games right like people are reselling sneakers and tickets and and all sorts of shit since forever 
And I think that, like, I mean, people are out there buying it. That's gummy, too. People are out there buying it, and people are out there paying $1,000 for a $650 item, which does not... Let me tell you something. I have a friend who knows someone who actually got a pre-order for a PS5 uh, at a retailer in another state and actually got on a plane to go get that PS5. And then, listen to this, Shanae, and then he gets home with the PS5, and he posts a picture of the PS5, like, like hooked up to his TV, and he's playing it, and he is playing Genshin Impact, which I should remind everyone, that is a game that you can play on your mobile phone, and is also a game that you can play on current-gen consoles. And... Like not like notwithstanding the fact that getting on a plane for something so ridiculous during a global pandemic get, is so yeah, I was like, fucking getting on a plane dumb. Pandemic, like it's like say all right, it's like, you get a hundred dollars like trip and it's like normal times, whatever. But like during a pandemic, what the fuck? Like I mean, don't get me wrong. I would like to have a PlayStation Five, but I definitely do not want one that bad. And um, but it's a lot of that shit, right? And it's a lot of like. There's a lot of there's always a lot of zeitgeist that is like swept up around the launch of new consoles and everything, and I I I I am as always optimistic about where these consoles will go because I do think that both of them show a lot of promise, um, but I do think that as of right now I I'm kind of just I don't know I feel more grounded in the idea that you know right now I have all these games that I can play on the console that I already have and that that console doesn't really have that many games that I can play on it right now and so but the ones you can you can play it in 60 frames per second which is really really cool uh except that like I don't know I can I'm, also do that on my PC yeah which, <laughs> like that's yeah um yeah but all the games that they can play on in 60 frames on there but like I but still like um, but I also kind of wanted to touch upon, uh, some of the reviews I've been looking at for okay. each console. All right. Let's hear, let's, let's hear it. So, uh, some of the same things I've been hearing about both of them is about how clunky, clunky both the systems are. In terms uh, of what? So people think it's, and just, uh, size and like placing in their entertainment centers. Okay. Like on there, like. I've heard, like, more about, like, the Xbox Series 1X, like, being, I guess, like, looking cooler with that top part, be- having those, like, industrial vents. Yeah, it does look pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but I've just seen, like, a lot, when I look at, like, you know, user reviews or, like, on IGN or other websites, uh, that's kind of, <clears throat> like, same, same thing I've been hearing. On both of them, I've heard about how and people talked about how easy it is to transfer from uh, PS4 to PS5 or Xbox One to Xbox Series X, which is good to hear. Both of them, you can plug in an external hard drive if you have one and do it that way too. Well, I, 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 certainly, uh, I certainly actually... So I remember Sony saying that at launch they weren't supporting external storage. Uh, I don't know if they've changed that because I haven't really honestly been keeping up with what they're doing yes. with the police. Okay. Cause, um, uh, yeah, the guy on IGN t- uh, showed how he connected his pretty easily did you hear and like it was instantly available did you hear about how people have been breaking their consoles putting it into rest mode uh no 
Uh, apparently that's a thing. Um, Which, on PS5? On PS5, yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know if it's, like, a, a, a thing, like, an update they need to roll out, but, like, uh, I've, I've been talking to people who maybe they didn't break their console, but, like, uh, trying to bring it out of rest mode gave them a little bit of a scare because the console wouldn't immediately come on and uh also like kind of shit like that which you know um you know it doesn't seem great uh especially when you think about like spending five hundred dollars on a piece of hardware uh and uh, one of its one of its uh built-in functions can potentially damage or uh brick the console that sounds really shitty but um uh yeah no i didn't like i was trying to like troll through like the reddit uh one of the sub the subreddit for it yeah to see what people were saying as far as problems were but i didn't see that one yeah and i don't know how uh, widespread that is i've and also i don't know if did, did those people that you talked to like call sony support and see what they said about it i know that uh i know that one of them did and I don't remember exactly what he said because, again, I wasn't. You got to filter out how much people are complaining on the internet if you want to, if you want to keep your sanity, right? But uh, fair. I think I I just remember him being less than impressed with Sony's response to uh, that. And that's also fair. Yeah. So. Uh yeah, <clears throat> I mean sometimes like tech support is like super great They're like oh here here's this trick here's this thing you gotta do or like we're working on it and then sometimes not yeah, yeah. <laughs> um as far as like um xbox goes things that i saw multiple times was that it is much quieter than the xbox one um it does not get very loud even when you're playing like 4k intensive games yeah um as far as like the actual con like controller screen sounds uh, user interface it's all very similar to last gen but it is much more responsive sure and there's like less of a delay so did you happen to uh -huh. read because i don't know why i can't remember whether or not this is the case uh is the does the xbox uh does the xbox series x also have uh haptic feedback in their controllers like the ps5 like the dualsense 5 has or dualsense uh has I don't think it is. I don't think it's uh, just like the the DualSense Five. Okay, because I, um, I can't remember. I don't think so, because I because I only time I talked about I ever read anything about haptic feedback was when I was reading stuff about the PS Five. Yeah. Um. So I would assume not, just because I didn't read it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm the worst. Um. True. And then as far as, like, PlayStation, some of the things I saw, like, pretty, like, was people talking about the controller, uh, a lot of people really liking it. But also, um, I saw quite often as well the complaint that the controller was too big for their hands. Yeah, I've, and... been, I've been hearing the opposite, honestly. Like, I, people have, and this might be, and this might just be people in the honeymoon period, right? So, like, I kind of got to take a lot of, I usually have to take a lot of praise with, like, new products with, like, a grain of salt from, like, at the consumer level. Uh, because, like, that's just, you know, people, like, they get their new thing and, like, everything about it is exciting. But, uh, I don't know. I've been hearing that that, that, that DualSense controller feels pretty good. But... Yeah. I Like I said, I, I just saw that a couple times, and I was like, I don't know if these people just have baby hands or sure. what. 
<laughs> but a lot of people were pretty ins- uh, happy about the way that it controlled. Yeah. Um, so it had a minimalized uh, user interface, but with it, they kind of like they. I felt like they added like these like kind of like hard features, where like um you can press like the button on the controller and it'll bring up kind of like um. Yeah. So that sounds like cool a, to me. Like, like a task manager. Yeah. Like you can get with like Apple or like on Windows. Yeah. And then um on that one sounded cool because uh, I was seeing one and you can see like the trophies for the game yeah. that you're playing and I was like. Ryan would probably super enjoy that. Yeah, have that easy to access, like through one button. <laughs> yeah, I would... rather than like thirteen. <laughs> well, see, like I, I like the because I think one of the things that I, I was really excited about where that was concerned was PlayStation finally getting around to adding trophy progress, uh, which is like yes. something Xbox has had since the three sixty. Um, trophy progress is a huge is a huge deal to me because especially when it comes to like. Uh, games where you have to do a certain a certain number of a thing or collect this many of a thing and you're like how many did I do? Oh well. <laughs> and then you just have to just have to just do it until that trophy pops up but pops up. And that that's that's something that's that's an exciting then, feature to me. And then I didn't see it with the Xbox One and that may have just been like the videos I was watching on the interface. Because on both of them, I want to like, how does it like actually like look like whenever you go there? Because a lot of the videos I was seeing like in reviews, um, like for gaming magazines, all just kept showing like, oh, this is what Gears of War looks like on the P- uh, Xbox, or like this is what this looks like on PS4. And I'm just like, yeah. okay, but like, what is care. the interface look like? <laughs> like, and that's uh, and it's so weird that like, and I I get like graph increased graphical fidelity is always like a major selling point when we're talking about new hardware. I totally get it. I like when games look better too. I totally get it, but like, the thing about it is that I don't care about how older games are running on this new thing. Show me the new games built for this thing are running on this new thing. That's my thing, yeah. you know. And um, uh, but um. So it also looked like on the card thing for the PS5, like you could also like set your own like activity things on there. So it seems like you can switch between things on there pretty easily. And and that kind of excited me. Like one of the things that I don't like about the consoles that I have right now is the user interface. Like when I compare that to my computer, of course it's garbage. Granted, like the computer, you have more inputs where you can put things. Yeah. But... I don't know. I, it's just like it's got to be a good selling point for me. And one of the and another reason I've stopped touching my Xbox is it takes so long to load, and like there's such a lag on all like on yes. almost all of my yes. like home console feeds. And like yeah. for a while, I thought it was me, and I did all this troubleshooting, like check for updates, like power cycles, like like all the things that I know to do. Mm-hmm. And um, like yeah, it was still super laggy, and I and. I don't remember it being that bad when I first got it, but I think like six months in, it started like not being as good. Yeah, so, so I think that was like always. So I'm, glad like the, they, I'm glad that they, yeah, I'm glad that they updated that with the Xbox. That was always like the biggest thing with needed. the with the Xbox One, and something I noticed immediately uh, when I because I got I got my Xbox One back in uh, 2015, I believe, and I remember. Uh, loading it up and they're just like, why is this shit so slow? 
And even when like they had updated it, apparently like it was like was like this still sucks. <laughs> so yeah, like there's times like I've opened it recently to like check on something. Yeah. And I'm just like, is my is it broken? Is yeah. my Xbox broken? Because it's been it's been opening up for a very long time. Yeah. So now here's here's my here's my primary concern with um. Here's my my primary concern with these new consoles, is and I think I've talked I've definitely talked about this. In, in episodes past is that the leap from PS3 and PS to PS4 and Xbox 360 to Xbox One was not huge. Um, and I would like to see... I, I really want to see what uh, these new consoles bring to the table uh, as far... Especially considering how much uh, how much more horsepower these things are put, should be pushing out and what kind of, um, you know... Especially now that we have like consoles that have like ray tracing on them, which like what uh, I want to, I'd like to see. You know, I want to see where that goes. And but I think the thing that I miss the most about uh, about the 360 PS3 generation was just I felt like that was in that it seemed very much like that was a generation where uh, uh, developers and publishers were being more creative and releasing new IPs and like new ideas were coming out of out of even like huge developers which as we've seen this generation like you know larger developers and publishers have been mostly conservative with what they're doing um i want to i'd like to see like more risk being taken especially now that we should now that we're apparently we have this more like we have these more powerful machines uh at, at our disposal i would love to see like what kind of new what types of what new types of games come out what new ip are going to come out of it and i know that um i know that we i don't know what has come out of xbox uh, i know that playstation got godfall uh which is uh to be fair is also on pc but i that's another thing too is that uh sony is also moving toward releasing more games on pc uh, as well yeah. as on PlayStation, so um, you know, I think it, it drives my desire even further less down. Like I get, <laughs> not everybody has a PC, and uh, I was actually just talking to somebody the other night about this, and because they, because um, they, only console, and after they moved out of their parents' house, never had their own PC. Yeah, I mean, even when they lived at their parents' house, it wasn't their PC; it was their parents. Um. And, like, so they're really excited about this, con- like, these new consoles. They're yeah. excited to have the, the fidelity that, like, PC players have had for years. Yeah. And I get that. Like, I get that, like, granted, like, you can get a decent PC and, like, $500 down is, like, a good chunk towards it. Um, But, like, I get it. Like, it's, that's not going to be for everybody. And so, like, I mean, I guess people, the big changes when it comes to graphics and stuff like is makes it worth it for them. And I, I think also that a large, a big part of excitement for new consoles is that consoles, you know, iterate a lot less frequently than stuff in the PC space does. So yeah. while I, while, you know, people who are primarily gaming on computers get very excited about new processors and, and new graphics cards. 
um, those things come out with a with a lot with a much larger frequency. Like think about how many think about how many. And also, uh, normally a higher price tag on yeah. like graphics cards. Well, stuff. like also think about like how many graphic how many like Nvidia and AMD cards have come out since the PS4 came out, right? And like, so at least two. So, like, <laughs> you know, getting getting a new con like this is you know this is the first new console in you know seven years right so and like naturally it's exciting yeah, like, it does not feel like seven years yeah uh like i'm telling you the older you get the faster time goes by but well yes yeah, relatively relativity and how you like yeah how you view a it's, like time it's, it's a whole thing yeah uh yeah but, doctor, doctor who could explain it <laughs> gross but i honestly <laughs> i i i don't I, I don't at all think that people shouldn't be excited about new consoles like because i definitely i it's it's very exciting getting new hardware because seeing what like imagining what kind of games are going to come out seeing the games that are already announced uh is very exciting but i just you know i i'm also i also think about how excited i was um prior to the ps4 and don't get me wrong i've got a lot of use out of my ps4 i've had a lot of i have i've had a great time with it but again that leap wasn't as massive that generational leap wasn't as massive and that wasn't as impressive and like i haven't been i haven't been wowed as much with the with the games that have come out so i'm hoping that this these this new hardware because i know that like developers like you know they have to operate within the frameworks of th this of this hardware and you know and i hope that this gives them more room to be creative and more room to do something really really cool you know um but we'll see. I hope they give me a reason to buy the new console. Yeah, uh, and I think that the thing that sells that's what that's what I hope. Yeah, well, the, <laughs> the the thing that sells, and that's and it goes back to what I was saying about, uh, about you know the dearth of, of software on these things. That's what sells consoles is the software that you can provide, right? And um, well, software and and hype, I guess. But you know, for people who, you know, have to be more conservative with how they spend their money. Uh, you know, software is what's going to sell it, and software is what. If you're only going to buy, if you're only going to buy one console, the software on each respective console is going to determine is going to help you to determine which one of these you're going to buy. Um, but there's nothing, there's nothing like urgently, like, exciting uh, on either one, and at least you know, and there there are games, there are definitely games that like I'm I'm interested in games that like. I would like to play, but the thing of it is, is just like, I can currently play at least a few of them on my computer, so that's not reason enough for me to buy these new consoles, you know, but I feel, I'm, all, I'm still feeling, I'm feeling optimistic about how at least in the next six months to a year, we'll have you know, we'll have more reason to be excited about these consoles, you know. Um, I think that even, like I said... The and hopefully by then, the the console war... Uh, oh, yeah, hopefully it concludes with over. minimum casualties. Uh, so, and again, like, that, 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 that... And honestly, like, I feel like that, that console loyalism and that, like, that, that, that tribalistic, like gathering around these consoles i think that's going to be a thing forever as long as there are multiple console manufacturers that will always be a thing um but i i guess i just hope that like pers this is personally for me i hope that i see less of it 
because just honestly, I, I just think it's dumb and I think it's annoying. But um, I hope all these new com- all these companies create their own hardware and create so much competition that Sony and Microsoft have to band together and everyone has to be like, no, 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 let's keep our two, go yeah. away, everybody else. Yeah, know, really, just shake up the shake up the fandom. Sure, <laughs> um, but you know, you know, we'll see. Um, but you know, I, I, like I said though, I think that they're that both of these consoles have a lot of promise. Uh, I think that they have a lot of potential. Uh, obviously, it's up to uh, developers and publishers to capitalize on that. Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see whether or not they do. But um, I feel pretty confident that. At the very least, I will be buying a, a PS5 at some point uh, within the next Same. within the next six months or so. Uh, I think I will. I might forego buying an Xbox uh, to because I might just put that the money toward an, uh, that I would spend on an Xbox toward just building a computer. Um, but you know, Microsoft, um, Microsoft has also shown that they don't care where you play their games, just as long as you're playing them. So I don't think they give a shit whether or not I buy an Xbox, but, um, you know, we'll see. As long as they're playing their games. Yeah. But yeah. Did you have any uh, closing thoughts before we do our next, next segment? Uh, yeah. Um, look, if you, don't have a, if you don't have a console right now, if you don't have one of the... Get a what, computer. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, sure, maybe, but like, if you don't have one, if you want one of the current gen consoles and you don't have one right now, I can I promise you that if you're patient, that patience will pay off. At some point, you will be able to just order one off the internet from a retailer, or you know, hopefully walk into a retailer uh, and buy one. You know, assuming that this you know virus hasn't wiped us out by then. Uh, <laughs> but like, do yourself a favor. Do not do not spend a thousand dollars on a video game console. Do not spend nine hundred dollars on a video game. Do not do that, or do it. I don't know. It's your money, but like. Say, or or if you, also, my advice is if you're going to scalp one of these new consoles, yeah, don't make it obvious to where your uh, coworkers can find out and dog on you for weeks about it. Sure. Uh, Be smart. Sure. I but I, I guarantee that guy got the last laugh because somebody bought it from him. Um, but but you know what I, uh. I I I I happen to know of a guy, who, he he got he resold his console and in doing so, he got to meet one of his favorite professional football players because he sold it to that football player, so, I thought that was pretty cool, so I don't know. All right, guys, don't be a scalper unless your favorite football player. <laughs> Look, if I think really if if, re- if reselling a console lets you meet one of your heroes, then by all means, man. Like, th- all right, fair, once in a lifetime opportunity. That, Ryan, you just brought up another reason that you can scalp. All right, yeah. fair. I have a list. Um. <laughs> so now our next segment is help me, Tommy Wan Kenobi, your only hope. Yeah. Where ev- where we have been playing games that Thomas Shelby has said that he has liked yeah. is one of his favorites or talked about at some point in the show yeah. at length. Yep. Um, this week we played Tetris. And we there's a lot of Tetris games out there. So there I is played so Tetris. fucking many. There are I a lot. I played one on the phone who's developer I forgot to write down earlier. Sure. So uh, and I'm recording from my phone, so we're not gonna figure out which one that is. <laughs> Was it and Tetris Blitz? No. Okay. Um, 
And then we both have been playing Tetris 99. Yeah. And which Tetris, other Tetris game have you been playing, Ryan? Uh, Tetris Effect. All right. So, Tetris 99. I, I think... I think it might be my least favorite Tetris. Really? Like I, that's crazy. I I just want to, I just want to play the game and like put the the blocks <laughs> in the places, and I'm not good at doing it fast, and I just get like knocked out super fast. Like yeah. I don't think I've ever, I've ever gotten like top twenty with that. Everyone just I don't know how you like aim and target people, sure. but I but like I just like stick with my own shit, and I know we get auto targets. Yeah. And but well, I just feel like I get targeted by like six people, yeah. and I just get fucked. <laughs> but you see those, you see all those lines going toward your board. It's it's unnerving. Yeah. No, you can you can you can you can set it to like you can set it to where you're attacking, attack people who are attacking you. You can set it to attack people who are about to die. That, that that's what I I did. Essentially, people attacking me. Yeah. But then I get like dog, and then I get dog piled on. Yeah. And. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's funny because like I actually had the opposite experience with it. I I I played a lot more of that game than I than I thought I would. Um, I wish I would have played Tetris Effects. I I liked that one. The music was so soothing. Um, so the one on my phone, I did the thing that I normally do, which is like turn the music off of games and then play my own. So um, that was fun because I got to play it like with my own music, and that was much more relaxing. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know. Tom fucking loves Tetris. Yeah, he, he that dude. And it is seems a, like that dude is and a it seems Tetris like all master. forms and games. Yeah, you know he he knows way too much about like OG Tetris games. He knows like Tetris Masters, and I sat down and watched a Tetris tournament with Tom one time. Something that I never imagined that I would do. <laughs> I sat there and watched a Tetris tournament with him and watched these two these two uh, Tetris wizards go at go at it um but you know what like i you know i i had a good time with tetra 99 and i i it, i actually the highest i ever got was 30th place and i feel real proud of myself because that meant i played that that meant i played tetris better than 69 other people and that so that's nice okay that's a, that's a good number yeah that's the, <laughs> that's the sex number so <laughs> uh so i had a lot of fun with that but like uh so, so you've played Tetris Worlds, right? Tetris Worlds? Not no, Tetris, not Tetris Worlds. I'm sorry. So. I don't know why I'm thinking. Of, I was thinking. I've been thinking about Tetris Worlds like all week. It's a. It's a. It was a pack-in Xbox. I meant to say Tetris Effect. Uh, yeah, did you I played play that. It, right? I played it at your house. Yeah. Yeah, I played did it. You at play, your house did you play? Um, did you play it in VR I, mode? I did. Yeah. Um. It was. Uh, it's cool. It was nice. I don't. I didn't like the VR as much as I liked the console because the VR set just kind of like started giving me a headache. Sure. It's supposed to do that. That means um, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, I can definitely get like, see if like the, if it didn't do that, like yeah. playing it in VR only because yeah. it is very like you can focus in and zone out. And it's almost like a sensory deprivation tank where you're just like, yeah, where it's... you're just kind of like floating and just doing the thing. There is no god, only Tetris. Uh... Yeah, basically. You know, uh, um, my... forget, your, forget your friends and family. Yeah, sure. Forget you need to eat. Put on your you Tetris. Put on your Tetris helmet. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think the cool one of the coolest things about Tetris Effect is that when it came out, 
Like, I, because I feel like all of us have played at least a few different versions of Tetris. And to those of us who aren't, oh, yeah. To those of us who aren't that into Tetris, they're all the same. But, like, uh, the cool thing, the thing about Tetris Effect is, like, that, like, even for, like, someone who isn't, like, a hardcore Tetris player, like, it was, like, easy to get excited about that game. I was like, no, you got, you have to play Tetris Effect. This game is, this game is something else. It's, <laughs> it really is. Like, it's just, like, the way, not, I don't want to say, like, the way, it, like, the, like, you move the pieces and stuff, like, yeah. you turn them. There's just, like, there's a different rhythm to that game than yeah. there is, like, other Tetris games. And it's a super enjoyable one. Yeah, I, I honestly, I think that, and I don't know, I guess this is, like, I guess Tetris Masters would consider me basic for saying this, but uh, it's probably, like, the favorite one that I've played because it just, it it looks really cool and it sounds really cool and, like, I love all the different effects and, like, the different Tetris boards and, like, all, all the... the... All the Tetris effects? <laughs> sure, yeah. Actually, yeah. That's a good way to put it. I wonder how you came out with that. But, uh... uh the, it's the titular. It's your t- favorite word. It's the titular effect. <laughs> the titular effect in that game. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a, it's a really cool game. And I think that... I think that it has... Just by the way that it looks, I think that it has an immediate, um... I think it has an immediate appeal to even people who haven't, who don't really pay te- play Tetris or have had any interest in it. It just, uh, it just feels clean. Yeah. Like it just feels like you walked into a Tetris spa. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like that game a lot, and I the only and honestly, and I don't, I think Tom is obviously the one who 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 told me about it, and I remember him. Uh, I remember us being at uh, being here at my apartment and. Like, he downloaded the Tetris Effect uh, demo, I think it was, and we played it, and, like, he, like, we were just, like, I was like, whoa, this is actually really fucking cool, and I was really bummed out when, like, we had, when we had uh, used up all of our demo time uh, on it, Uh, so, yeah, I was really, and I ended up, um, I ended up buying that game for Kaylee because she had expressed interest in it. Um, I think she, I think Tom didn't Tom like for a little while like when it first launched like topped like in the in the country. Yeah, he was. Uh, he had like he had a really high score, and uh, which I can certainly believe. He knows all about the the the, the T spins and the the who's and what's its and the like all these different terms and like what what moves you can do and which Tetris and I don't know. But it's uh, for if for, as far as Tetris goes, that's. That's definitely a really, really great one. And I'm sure there are... I, look, I know there are other great Tetris games out there. I get it. But this is the one that I like the most. Uh, so... Um, yeah. So part of this game, and the reason why it's called Help Me Tommy One Kenobi, Your Only Hope, is because me and Ryan, compared to Tom, are bad at video games. Me specifically. You specifically. Ryan's yes. probably better. Uh, yes. I am, I, am, um, I am definitely better than you at video games. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Um, and with that, um, I was go- no matter what the genre of the game is, and the, as the games we go through this, I was going to play uh, the, la- the Last of Us at the part that I'm stuck out on it, and the sure. reason why I stopped playing the game, and see if I get past it, and see if I get, like, by getting better. Um, things happened today, so I wasn't able to do that for this uh, recording, but I, will, but I look forward to seeing if I can beat it next week. Uh... I, I actually hope that you make a make a concerted effort to do that because I would like to uh, I would like to discuss a little bit. Uh, so look, if you're a regular listener, 
to the Save Continue podcast, just be forewarned that there may be some spoilers for The Last of Us Part 1. Okay? So if you haven't played Whenever it... Whenever I get past the first hour of the game. Yeah, so if you haven't played it yet, <laughs> if you haven't played it yet, then get yourself to the first, past the first hour of the game, and you'll be all caught up. Okay? Uh... But yeah, I'd yeah. Be, I I I think I think that is a that is a game that is I've heard a lot of, I've heard many people talk about how they don't like the way that that game plays, and I'd like to see I, how you feel an hour in. I think the controls are fine. I think like everything on it so far is good in the first hour that I've played. I don't think that I'm good at it, and I and I don't have the patience. To sit there and lose over and over and over and over again until sure. I don't lose. Sure. And I'll do it for like half an hour, but any longer than that, like I just I get defeated. Yeah. And I give up. I mean, every now and then I'm like, no, 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 it's a point of pride. Like if I get close to beating it, but if I'm not even close and I'm not getting past where I was, mm-mm. okay. Well, uh, um, which is good yeah. because I feel like that game will fit into the topic that I have for next week quite nicely. Uh, so I'm looking right. forward to uh, to segueing into that because I'm really good at that. You understand? Yeah, you're great at segways. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's our show this week. Uh, you can find us on i um, on the Apple Podcast, yep. Stitcher, yep. Pod- Podomatic, yep. Spotify. Yep. Uh, we're on the YouTube. So if you want to see our beautiful faces. Yep. And uh, we got a Discord and. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.